Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. And welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and today is episode number two of the Moon Knight's Watch. For those who will hear it, will hear it. Those who won't, don't. I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And today, it's uh, it's a special pleasure. Under the light of the moon here, we are discussing... Moon Knight's second episode, uh, titled "Summon the Suit." Uh, it was a, it was a solid installment. It was a solid installment. You know, originally airs here on April sixth, twenty twenty two, written by uh, written by Michael Castelline and directed by Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Since I didn't do it last week, uh, episode one was written by Jeremy Slater and directed by Mohammed Diab. And right now, I got to give the advantage to episode one. For Jeremy to Jeremy Slater and Muhammad Diab, that mm. was a uh, for me stronger episode than this. And you know, it was the pilot; you had to come out with a bang. You did, um, mm. and this was a good setup episode. It was necessary. It was necessary. Indeed. Yes, it would be very strange if they started, you know, the season with an episode like this, just kind of dumping information and, and backstory. Well, not too much backstory, but a little bit. Um, but yeah, definitely a. Uh, Still, still a lot of mystery surrounding uh, Stephen Grant and Mark Spector, and mm. uh, exactly what's going on here. And it seems like uh, my impressions now, and you know, I've I've, I've talked previously about how you're not going to hear a lot of uh, comic accurate blah 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 blah. I, I don't like this compared to the comics. I like this compared to the comics. I don't care. I don't. I don't know that there's anything that is like comic adaptations change they evolve like new writer gets them new writer does his own thing with it mm-hmm. that's it how is. these things that's how these things work and I, I i try to approach the tv shows the same way you know what i'm saying uh if it were completely comic book accurate then uh then what's the point of of the show really for just to put it in live action and give you know is, is the script the comic book you know necessarily yeah, exactly. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, you, you got to take some creative liberties, and they certainly have here. I think uh, I, I like the direction we're heading. You know, I, I, I think we're heading in a in a decent direction. Uh, I've seen I've seen plenty of complaints online, and like you know, that's par for the course. As as mm-hmm. online seems to have very few good things to say about whatever is happening at the mm. moment. Um, be it Book of Boba Fett, be it Moon Knight. Um, and you know, it, it, it's, it's to the point now where I'll see, I'll see like a tweet that's like, wow, this episode of Moon Knight was great. And I'm like, ah, yes, this is the, this is what the normal take is. This is what the, the, whoever is watching Moon Knight and doesn't know anything about Moon Knight is having a great fucking time. That's where I'm at right now. 
Yeah. Yeah. And see, my I think that's the problem that a lot of uh, Marvel fans have. And it's understandable. You know, if you grow a love for a character, you mm. want to see that character honored in a, in a, in a proper way. Um, and, you know, I've, I've said that I have learned more about the character via comics, but I haven't developed like a, a real love for Moon Knight by any means. You know, uh, it's not like mm. I'm, I'm attached to the character in any way. So I'm OK with whatever direction they're heading. But there are people who are diehard Moon Knight fans who are out here like, oof, not digging this. And uh, you know what? I can't blame them, but I'm also not one of them. So I can't speak from their perspective. Um, all I can say is that Oscar Isaac is, for me, right now, the best the best actor in the MCU. Mm. I mean, he's he's having to to play multiple characters at once. You know, that's not really a a task that's been given to any other character. Not um, not not for sure. And uh, to to balance that as well as just to perform at, in each one of them. You know, I he does very well as Mark. He does very well as Steven. Um, and I love, I love now that like Steven's accent is so clearly fake mm. that, uh, it, it, it's like almost intentional how bad it is. Like, it's like, uh, bruv, uh, it's going to blow your mind, bruv. He threw out a couple bruvs this episode after he heard bruv and I thought it was mm. hilarious. I have, uh, heard some people say that, uh, it'll be interesting to see like if the explanation of why it's so bad is that if it's a very new accent, you know, if this is something that's only if he's only been Steven for about two months, because it seems that he hasn't been suffering with multiple personality disorder before, um, you know, when he was with uh, with Layla before, at least she didn't, you know, it was just Mark, um, at least. That's that's my um, thing. I, I they're still leaving that pretty ambiguous. You know, I'm I'm under the impression leaving this episode that Khonshu is the recent development. And Mark's been kind of privately dealing with the dissociative identity disorder hmm. for a while. Thank you for saying the correct. Disorder. Oh, no, no problem. No problem. Yeah, I, uh, I've just I've just seen people go out of their way to be like regarded as as such so I've, I've been trying to be i've been trying to be careful uh did if you want to go with a with a shorter mm. one that is easy to remember did is a is a also also appropriate and this this show is taking a really interesting approach to it you know i saw i mm. saw a twitter thread today from someone who suffers from dissociative identity disorder talking about like how the show is actually doing a pretty good job you know at least from their mm. perspective as as their experience has gone uh that uh she they were taking the uh the whole seeing the al- the alternate identity in a mirror is more of a artistic liberty than a thing that's actually happening mm. it's more you know that's what that's how they're portraying to us who is speaking who is like uh what what per- what personality what identity is say, per se in control or uh, speaking at the moment and i think it's a it's a powerful visual uh visual cue you know like it it and we got to see it on full display mm. when uh, Mark was in was in control and Stephen was in there talking about how you've always ruined my life. This has always been you. Blah 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 blah. Shut up! Shut up! Shut the fuck mm. up! Mm. Um, yeah, I've always uh, I don't know what you know what what the comics really really have to say, but 
um, I like this idea that they're going to have to to work together instead of it just being Mark taking over completely, mm-hmm. whatever you know, or whatever. And uh, and you know, he has the the new look. You know, the I was told I was needed to wear a suit or some in a suit. You know, and it just is perfect that that he has a different look to him. Um, and the and old Mister Knight, and that's one of the things that people are particularly being being like, ah, this was kind of a an eh portrayal, you know. Uh, mm. I'm a, I've I've read I've, I've read like my thing is that like I don't like I said I don't have like an affinity necessarily. I don't I'm not in love with the character of Moon Knight, so I'm not too attached to it. But to me, this didn't feel this didn't feel all that bad. It felt like it certainly felt MCUified. You know, it felt mm. like it felt like this is this more so than the premiere felt like an MCU show for for my money. Um, and I'm not sure what it was exactly. I think like the first episode was more tightly written. I think it was more visually distinct. Mm. Um, but that like doesn't take away from this one too much, you know, like it, uh, Oscar Isaac still performs like crazy. I loved the introduction of Layla in actual visual, in an actual visual way instead of just hearing her. Uh, she's, uh, she's cool. I'm kind of digging Layla, except, uh, man. For someone who's married to Mark, um, seems to have seems to have very little regard uh, for his mental state. Mm. Uh, and I I don't know how to take like uh, if if it's just we obviously know what he's suffering with, and everyone else could just be like, oh, why are you putting on this act? You know, and, and playing into it, and making him seem like he's more crazy. And maybe they it just hasn't clicked in their mind that yeah, because yeah. because if, if you're completely blind to it. And you have no idea of DID or if anyone's suffering with it at all, then you have like what no what frame would of you in to be like, it. oh, this is obviously what they're suffering with. Um, yeah, so I guess man. that's I... kind of how I'm taking it right now because she kind of accepts it at the end, you know, or like oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah, he changes yeah. into into the Mister Knight persona. Like, well, and it was it was really key of her to she mm. was going, your name is Mark do that like we need your help summon the suit your name is mark your name is mark your name is mark he's freaking out tells her and her and mark to shut up and she goes steven Mm. and he's like all right this i can work with you telling me that i'm mark is not helping me Mm -hmm. i i i hear that i hear what you're saying to me but i it's not clicking. It's not something that's like, I'm not like, I don't feel like I'm Mark. Mm. Uh, and, uh, I think it, it was, it was a really powerful moment in terms of just, uh, making, making, you know, Steven is his own identity, you mm. know, like he, uh, he has feelings yet. Like he's, he's living his own life. Uh, and he, he's, he's certainly mad at Mark and it'll be interesting for them to kind of reveal to us at some point, who is the 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 main persona mm. who who was born Mark Spector or, or Stephen Grant and then uh I, I imagine since Stephen Grant's kind of got the fake ink British accent thing going on he's gonna mm. unfortunately learn at some point that he was not uh the he was a a a result of the diso- dissociative identity disorder which i think will uh it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they handle that because like uh like i said like i'm not too on the last episode i'm not too well versed in the uh the uh whole did of it all 
you know, I, uh, I try to be as respectful as I can, uh, and try, try, try my best here, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see because I have no idea how they'd handle that. Like, I have no idea how, how an identity responds to learning Mm. they have dissociative identity disorder. That's uh, that's something interesting. The only kind of, I guess, I don't know, not really confusion, but question that I had was at the very end when they're in Cairo or, uh, is that where the pure? I feel like well, they're in Egypt somewhere. It might might it, be Cairo. Might is not it be Cairo. Where the uh, okay, it, not important. Um, but he looks in the, the. It shows the mirror first, and he's sitting in his bed, looking at his. You know, it's it's not his true reflection. It's it's a, you know, one of his personas in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he has bloodied hands. Um, and he's sitting in a different way, but he doesn't look like Stephen necessarily. He doesn't look surprised that his hands are, you know, usually whenever Steven finds himself in the, in the situation, he's, or he has a certain face to him almost. He's like, fuck. Um, and, and this one, you know, and then I presume what, what we actually see at the end, the guy who stands up, opens the window, that's a Mark, you know, drinking, you know, I, I don't, I don't feel like Steven's a drinker. Um, um, but, uh, the mirror did not seem like Steven either though. Um, which was really I, it, I only caught that on second. Well, I didn't even catch it the first time that it was. I like didn't catch it either time I watched. Different, so, uh, like different, completely well, different like things. But uh, and th- there is the there is the fact that in the comic books there is a third identity. There is Jake Lockley. So it's like uh, I wonder if that's something that's a late in the game reveal now. Like they're gonna be like also this, um, or if we we meet Jake Lockley next episode, or if we meet Jake Lockley at all. What if they just went ahead and. Or maybe that's one that we get down the line. Uh, that's uh, you never know with how long Moon Knight could stay in the MCU. You know, like there's mm. there's no telling what could what could become of the character and what what could happen long term. But uh, another really interesting side of this episode was the Arthur Harrow of it all, uh, mm. Ethan Hawke, explaining that he was once Khonshu's avatar, and uh, we had some speculation last week about what what exactly Arthur Harrow was and uh you know what what he's been up to what his motivations are what the little beetle does uh and I'm glad mm. it's not what creates the connection between Kanshu and Mark I'm glad that wasn't what it ended up being I was like I didn't think that was comics accurate I did, I I'm fairly certain uh and it turns out it leads to Amit's uh Amit's tomb mm points like points in that direction so we got a little bit a little bit more information there steven knew where north was inside of a building and dude knows uh he's you know he's he, not pointed north yeah um but that that's that was cool to have that explanation but i think an even better ex like explanation to be be had was um arthur's um whole justification for why he's doing this like in the first place we got a lot more detail and and even like questions that the audience would ask, like, would they kill a child? You know, like, are you cool with that? And he's like, I'm glad you brought that up. I feel like it was very self-aware. Oh um, yeah. Steven it, is like a very, I don't know, like it, it asks questions that like any normal audience or viewer would ask. Um, and that was really comforting to like, just have it all kind of explained right there. And Oh uh, yeah. It's, it's definitely huge, but I still feel like he's not telling us the whole truth. Mm. Um, you know, he hasn't said that he is the avatar of Amit. He keeps mentioning he has something with a fraction of her power. 
but that doesn't mean he's serving the will of Amit. That's true. And I think it's on display at the end whenever he takes the beetle from the dude who he promises food and clothing to. That's what I was going to And he goes, I wish you could see the world we're going to build. And I was going to ask, I was going to ask why kill that guy there? You know, I, uh, like he was obviously going to give him the scarab, you know, like they follow him for anything. Like I, mm -hmm. or like apparently I would assume he's one of their members, like member of the community there that they've built it seemed or was that the same area or did he find the scarab somewhere else like that's was a that good, that's a good question i because i think it all breaks out in that area because the the dcs bring uh bring steven to the to the area and like i think it all it all happens after that but uh yeah, it was it was a really interesting side of the story with Arthur Harrow this week, and a little bit more a uh, little bit more clarification there, but still not a still not a clear view of exact. Well, I think we know exactly what he wants to do, but it's more up to his interpretation rather than actually what Amit is sp spitting at him. You know mm. what I'm saying? He's uh, he's not he hasn't said he's the avatar of Amit, which is important. Mm. You know, he's mentioned he he was the avatar of Kanchu. And this does have a fraction of Amit's power. Um. Hmm. No, I just want to get this out of the way. No Power Stone connection. This is like, do you, you think it's truly just in this own, you know, Egyptian realm of 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 power here? Or you think like, like, because I'm like, there's no way the entire Power Stone is in there one like there's no way that dude's just carrying around the power stone and no way there's like a little pebble of it you know like you can't i don't know uh so i i just it just the visuals were very very similar was the only thing just because it's purple i guess you know when i'm in marvel i immediately am like and you know like the whole uh it, it, the power stone slamming into the planet to destroy it. Like, I don't, like, uh, I don't, like, I was just kind of like, eh, but this is opening a portal or like to, from, you know, I, uh, I, we're in Marvel. We're in Marvel. So I had, I had, you know, the Marvel brain going, you gotta have, you gotta have something of that thought when it comes to, uh, comes to the, the godly powers that be in the MCU is that mm. they're, to always be an MCUified explanation for it, and uh, I think it would be interesting if uh, if that is somehow tied to the Power Stone. However, you know the portal to hell. Um, and this is a a thing that kind of clicked for me um, while watching this episode. Um, how Kanchu can kind of physically affect things, but he can't do much. Like. He can control wind, knock some stuff over. Um, oh, so yeah. he, he can't exists. do anything if he doesn't have you. Yes. Yeah, like he that. exists kind of in the same realm, but in a different dimension. And I mm -hmm. think like Dr. Strange will clear this up very, very clearly. The difference between like going through different universes and like the different dimensions that there are. Um, because it's just mind boggling to talk about like in the first, like just to think that like, there are beings in, in this other room, you know, like, yeah, like it with if I can go to a different dimension right now, I could still be in my room, but Conch, could be chilling on my bed and I wouldn't, you know, I, I'd have no idea unless I'm in that dimension or whatever. Right. So, like, it's just kind of cool to, to think 
that like uh if maybe like whenever he's summoning the suit that he just like has vision through both dimensions you know mm. and like th- there's just ancient egyptian just like i don't even know what to call not just people but like just things all around you know or something like that but uh Dude, I don't know, just... yeah. I mean, the summoning of the suit stuff was uh was really cool, you know. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, I love Mark's, I love Mark Spector's uh, Moon Knight armor, like that shit is badass. But I do love that Mister Knight suit. I think clean. that's pretty tough. It is clean. Uh, and you know that was a uh, one of the, if not the first, I think the first Moon Knight run I read. Mr. Knight was Moon Knight. There was uh, like uh, I didn't Ooh. see the Moon Knight armor first. I was first familiar with the character as Mr. Knight. Mm. And the um, two poles that he had is that is that on the the other armor as well, or is that kind of specific to Mr. I've Knight? seen, or does he just does whenever he's just in the regular armor? Does he just favor the? I the don't know what Moon to, rings. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I uh, I I, I believe that Mark Spector's suit has used those sticks in comics. And I remember in like Marvel ultimate Alliance three, they were, in, they were part of his weaponry and stuff. So like, I think that was more like they were splitting up the, the weapon mm. choices based on costume design and stuff. And Mr. Knight does, does pull up with those sticks. Like he, he doesn't fuck with the moon rings. That's not his bag. He does like, he it's the fucking stick stick thingies. Mm. He mm. fucks with those. But, uh, and uh, interesting to hear Kanchu, uh like, I thought that he would be like the, uh, like the moon god, you know, of like, of this, of this, reli- of, I don't know what to call it, I guess religion. Um, but it seems that he called himself like the god of vengeance. Like, that's what he, like, injustice, you know, like, I, I didn't, um, like, obviously it is moon night and, you know, like there's moon in his name, but like, I, I, Arthur Harrow mentions, you know, that he's kind of a, Conchu's kind of a fuck boy. And as far as comics are concerned, the other Egyptian gods, they don't fuck with Conchu either. Mm. Um, he's kind of, uh, he's, he's kind of full of himself. He thinks he, he, he swings a lot bigger than he should. Um, you know, he considers himself the god of vengeance and the god of justice and so on and so forth. But he is just the god of the moon. Mm. So that's why he can't afflict the justice anywhere he pleases. I he can see. only he can only do mm. he can only do so much. You know what I'm saying? And uh it's mm. just him playing God. You know, he's a he's he's a god playing God because and he's <laughs> he's a god who's not godly enough for his own taste, which is really interesting. And so at the beginning in the museum, I'm thinking back to the first episode when he's like, There's only seven here, but there's nine. Um, you know, there, there are nine. I'm assuming the two missing, um, feels like Ahmed and Kanchu are probably so the, those two. But whenever he was staying awake in the first episode, he went to read a passage. Um, the passage that it focused on was Emund or E M M U N D, I think. Um, and it was a, a different god, completely separate from these seven or nine. The Ennead. And it was the one true god of like Egypt or like of, mm-hmm. of this religion. And it was, it was, uh, the first mono, monotheic. Is that the word? Monotheistic. Mono, yeah. Monotheistic, like, uh, kind of religion to take over the world at one point. Like it was the first 
time where people were like, yes, this is our one true kind of God where people believe mm. in one. And I, I wonder, I don't know if that is separate from these seven, if, if that or or not, um, if that has any bearing. I mean, I, I feel like I'm just reading into it too much or I'm, I'm trying to look at every detail that I possibly yeah. can. I, I, yeah, that's, that's some, that's some intent, you know, that's, uh, that's some attention to detail there. I, uh, I certainly had not picked up on that and, and, not, and at least as far as the comics I've read, I've never read anything with, uh, the mm-hmm. one true God of, of Egypt, but, uh, it would be an interesting direction. They're playing, they're playing the whole God game with the Celestials and now Moon Knight and stuff. It's really, uh, it's really interesting and, mm. uh, it would be cool to see. And I like the idea that, you know, you were talking about the multi-dimensional thing earlier, not just the uh, the multiversal thing, uh, which I think is an important distinction that I've never really considered. Mm. That uh, you know, like they're they're operating in the same area, the same places at the same time, but they're in a different dimension, and mm. I think that'd be an interesting way to incorporate a lot of these sort of figures. Mm. Um, like I feel um the connection of like future Marvel that this dimension thing is kind of introducing is within one universe, there are infinitely many dimensions as well. Um, and one dimension could be animated. Mm. One could be the blocky that you see, you know, whenever Dr. Strange like turns into blocks, whatever, you know, like it, it different looks to them. And I feel like it, it could be the explanation of um, like a Miles Morales coming in initially as animated, but then coming, you know, forming a true self to him in our dimension that we know. Interesting. Basically. So it's not a, a universe. Maybe it's not a universe they go to that's animated. May, like the whole universe isn't animated. Maybe it's just. Within a dimension of a dimension. the universe. So I, I don't know if, if you know, they're really going to go that deep in, in, with dimensions and multi. I mean, they're, they're going to have to get crazy with it. You know, they're we're traveling through different universes and stuff. And I don't want to really dive too deep into it now. Uh, right. With, with Moon Knight, you know, we're talking Moon Knight here. and But uh, but I don't know. I, I think I, I don't know if dimensions will become more important or not. But it is cool to see that that Khonshu kind of exists in his own dimension. And that's like kind of canon in a way now. Um, that like they're, at least they're doing it with, with Egyptian gods. Hey man, least. I was just glad to see that they, uh, they made sure we knew in this episode that it wasn't just Steven seeing things, mm. you know, people couldn't see it, but it was affecting their world. You know, the way the, the, the hound, the demon hound is, stomping on the glass and you see the footprints mm. it makes without seeing it and uh i really like that because at the beginning it was like oh shit was he really just seeing that how did he what was the what was going uh but uh and no, I they think, make like, it clear back to the lights you know like um like the hallway lights that turn on when you walk you know walk through them uh used in morbius as well it seems that they're going to be using these all over marvel for for anything scary now it just works mm. really well um it's really foreboding they also use it in apple tv's severance quite mm. a bit um i guess i don't know if that's just like a a london thing if that's like just how buildings are i mean it's smart you know it conserves energy i'm i'm all about it um but it definitely adds to the horror aspect 
Um, certainly does. And so, yeah, I like, I like, uh, I like that, but a thing that, uh, that I am really curious or, uh, was glad that we got an explanation of is that, um, Mark doesn't want to give up being Moon Knight necessarily when this deal is over because he doesn't like the next candidate who Kanchu would choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I think that's an, a really cool explanation to, to say why he has to stick with it, you know, yeah. and why he'll, he'll probably never give it up or unless some way Layla will not be the next candidate. I don't know how that all works. I don't know if Layla is the next candidate just because Conchu is just being a dick about it, you know, or like, if yeah, it's like truly... there's the possibility Conchu's like, I, I honestly don't give a fuck about Layla. Like I want you to be Moon Knight. So I'm gonna hmm. threaten you with someone else being Moon Knight. And like, why did he choose Mark necessarily just because he was a mercenary and in the military and had specific skills or like, I mean, Arthur does mention it. Like, did he pick you because your mind would be easy to break or because you were broken already? Mm. Um, which, you know, an interesting, I don't know. There's, there's still a lot of mystery behind, um, the timeline of it all. Yeah. What happened two months ago? You know, what, what happened, uh, whenever he went off for the first time? And, and well, it's, it's also interesting learning it. Layla was, uh, was definitely a mercenary alongside Mark. Mm. Uh, you know, oh, you you got this after at what we fought for. You were just going to keep it for yourself. And it was like, oh, what we fought for, huh? Um, So so interesting that they met at least through this mercenary thing. And it's interesting, you know, wife that implies a long relationship. What we fought for sounds like a long fought battle. I don't know, man, this is seeming like it could be extending back a lot longer than we know. And Mark just left Layla a month and a half ago. It's not really, it's not really the whole Moon Knight thing happened a month and a half ago, and he immediately went away. He was like, "Fuck, I need to manage this somehow. She can't be in it. I gotta go." Now it could, it could still be two months ago, but mm. I don't know. It's all seeming to go I back. I don't a know lot where further. I'm pulling that two month thing from. Is that just Layla like- said? Layla said something about how she's been calling for a month and a half. Oh, a month and a half. Okay. Um, um I guess. The only other thing is, like, why was the Scarab in Germany? You know, like, uh, cause I, or at least I, whenever, uh, the first episode, he woke up with the broken jaw and outside the castle. I, I'm presuming that's, I think that's Germany. I don't know. It just looked very like a German town. Um, the castles I mean, uh... and stuff. I, I guess it was somewhere in, in Europe other than London. Um, but like, why was it in that castle necessarily? Was, was it moving beforehand? You know, was, is someone, is there another party that's, that's moving it around trying to not let Mark or Arthur get a hold of it? Um, or is it just, it's been there this whole time and they just discovered the location of it or like, like, uh, if it, whether that'll be explained or not, I I don't know if that's important at all. Well, I mean, it could be, the location could be important because, you know, it has this European look about it. Uh, Germanic, uh, generally, um, European nation with a, with an MCU villain as its leader, Latveria, Victor Von Doom as a castle in Latveria. Who knows? Could be, he gets, he likes the mystic, he likes mixing the mystic and the scientific. That's kind of his bag. Um, 
It would be interesting to introduce Victor Von Doom as not a Fantastic Four villain, uh, or at least set him up, and then Fantastic Four can knock him out of the park later, which would be also very cool. Um, okay. I guess, like, technically, we got Kingpin in the MCU through Hawkeye. You know, and, like, who expected Kingpin to come in through Hawkeye? You know, like, it's a very true, Spider-Man. True, He's not going to be a Hawkeye villain. Um, he was just yeah, popping up in Hawkeye. I guess his introduction is Daredevil, but that's not... It wasn't MCU necessarily before, and I think now they're just like treating yeah. it as if 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 it's such. Um, or is it just the actors that they're taking, or are they saying that these events that happen? In there, Daredevil? there's a, uh, there's like an official. I think the official Marvel website for Daredevil's summary, like the character Matt Murdock, is that you know after it all happened, him Foggy and. Uh, Karen went on to start uh, Nelson, Murdoch, and Page. And then a paragraph down, it was like, later on, Murdoch was hired as Peter Parker's attorney. Hmm. So I think they're kind of just going, that all happened at the very least. They might not acknowledge a ton of it. It's all within Hell's Kitchen, you know, so it's not like it affected a whole lot, if anything. Not a huge scope. I guess, um, you know, there's... I wasn't even thinking of anyone else who could be in this show, um, like MCU wise. I'm like, I'm just, I'm glad with just Oscar Isaac and, and Moon Knight. You know, I'm, I'm satisfied. Yeah, if no one else shows up, I'm cool. But like, frankly, I'd almost prefer no one else showed up. I'm just saying, like, with the with the little bits that we got of that European town and a giant castle and a weird place, generally. Um, with the, with some mystic stuff going on, Latveria is not a bad bad guess. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. It's a uh... that's pretty cool. I'm looking looking at it. The castle looks pretty sim. Okay, I just Google Latveria, and then I look at the first picture that's up here. And like that castle looks pretty in the, the whole hill that they're driving on the whole time. And like the mm. town, ah, that'd be pretty sick. Um, if, uh, if doc, I don't know, like maybe this is just the first seeds of Dr. Doom or something. Hey, um, check this out. Check, check this shit out. Let me share my screen right quick. If you do Latvia, Latveria, sorry. Um, oh yes. Here, I got you. Check this shit out. Hmm. Wow. I never. Hmm. What? What this? an early, early get. If we do get this, like if uh, if he does come out um, in this series, would be a really sick prediction to to get. But uh, can you see my screen, or am I fucking up? I cannot. All right. right now. Maybe since I was doing it at the same time, you would have to maybe turn it off and ah, on. Fuck it. Ah. Forget <laughs> but, about uh, it. That's some bad podcasting not being able to figure <laughs> out how to how to share the how to share the screen. No, nah, but in the uh in the first episode apparently upon upon looking into this, there's a box behind Oscar Isaac in the front seat in which uh the seat covers up most of the most of the word on the box, cardboard box, but it says Von D. Um which feels pretty damning. Um, mm-hmm. however, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't know for sure. I'll have to go back and watch that scene. 
because uh, you know this could uh, who knows this could be doctored but I don't know I that looks I did pretty see that on Twitter or something though I think I remember seeing something about that actually no shit. um maybe maybe it was just a strange I'm maybe it was in an Easter egg YouTube video or something like that um that I watched after the episode but but I am curious if if like Arthur is the you know if he's the top of of the of the ladder of like the uh I guess like if he answers to anybody, you know, if if he's only answering to Amit or like the idea of Amit right now, or if he's answering to someone else that we know of or don't know of yet. Um, I'm, I'm fairly confident right now. He's not necessarily answering to anyone else. I think if, uh, if anything, he might be in correspondence with someone else for resources. He might be like something like that, but Nobody is telling him what to do. Mm. I don't think. I think he's. I think he's playing profit. Um, you know, he was, according to him, the avatar of Kanchu. Um, I don't know though. You know, I I got I got some like, I got some like. Have you heard the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise vibes from Ethan from Arthur Harrow as he was explaining to. Uh, Stephen, that uh, you know. Do you know what this is? Mm. A cane. Ah, it is a. Uh, it yes, it it belonged to the first of Amit's Amit's avatars. And I don't know what if uh, what if there's something with the avatars being able to fuck with. The god themselves, and potentially take their power for their own. Hmm. Was that I a, don't know. Was that staff given voluntarily by Amit, or, or did was... or did Arthur Harrow take it hmm. upon being Amit's avatar? And have avatars been a thing? I would assume you know since ancient Egypt at least, like it's been right. a thing happening for for that long. Um, and uh, I mean, who knows if it's even before? I don't know if it's just I. I don't know what to think there. Kind of crazy that like uh, this is in the like in the MCU. Like it's just nuts that like this is just oh, another yeah. thing that that we're we're wrapping in here. Um, looking on IMDb right now, and Sophia Danu Danu is credited as Amit already. Oh. Um, which is just interesting to to see. Um. And like the voice of of Kanchu, we've obviously heard already, and I yeah, and four listed for four um, episodes. So looks like uh, next episode we'll be meeting uh, Amit next episode, which, which I felt you know we're in Egypt. Uh, felt like we're headed there, you know, like and you know it. They said they're going to Amit's tomb. Mm. Like that feels like where like where else would we go at this point? You know, we're heading there for Amit's tomb. Uh, so, you know, maybe we run into Amit early next episode and then, uh, or not early next episode, but at least next episode. And then, uh, maybe Amit's a part of it and who knows what the fuck's yeah, going on all here, these man. four episode people that we haven't seen, I guess, would be kind of confirmed being the rest of it. Amit being probably the biggest. Uh, yeah, that's the big one right here. now. Um, that is the big one. And, um, uh, mm, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know. I think this is, this is the jump off point. I think this is where things start to go crazy. You know, this is halfway uh, next episode. 
uh, by the end of it. And uh, I mean, we're in Egypt. I think this is this is where we're going to get some backstory. Um, I'm I feel hoping like next episode will be like um, Mark kind of reflecting on what happened mm. when he uh, when you know him saying like you were nothing more than a corpse when I found you. Mm. And uh, the I heard an interesting uh, thing said about the first episode back whenever he was just giving a little girl uh, some some like history on ancient Egypt and and you know whenever you were judged um, if you were you know if you were allowed to move on or or not and the girl asked him like well how you know what was it like whenever you were judged you know or like like uh, something along the lines of like asking Stephen like well what was it like for you and he was like well what? I'm not dead yet. you know and like yeah for one why why is a little girl asking that two like he has died i would you know i think i think that's part of his storyline i think like you, you were a, a corpse whenever i found you you know uh Khonshu says so resurrected I, by so, Khonshu. uh um, didn't exactly it wasn't exactly a uh you know consensual yeah i'll be your uh be your guy um so maybe, or maybe it was once he woke. Maybe it was once he got a hold of him. Was like, yo, you either die right here or come, come with me. So, does Conchu view Amit as an enemy? See, that's what's interesting. Is that like we're heading in a direction where it's like a the Conchu agenda, what he wants done. It's going to be interesting to find out if it is truly what is mm. what is best. Because I'm um, thinking something happened in Egypt where Mark died. And mm. he was doing some mercenary work, seemingly trying to find the scarab. At least that's the only guess I can, I can make now. He dies somehow after executing everyone else who was there. Or no, is that how he died? Or what? I uh, so this this was something I could kind of key in based on comics knowledge. Um, they're probably gonna paint us one way with Mark seeming like the guy who executed a bunch of people, uh, but the truth is he had a partner who lost his shit, uh, was responsible for nearly killing him, and him crawling to the to Conchu essentially uh yeah uh, because his I name was like I was trying to to like piece together a reason why Conchu would resurrect Mark like if uh if he's going there and he's trying to find the scarab um and uh I would he would have to be doing something, I would say, already in human, you know, just as Mark, that would benefit Conchu or like part of Conchu's agenda, and that's why he chose Mark to resurrect. Like maybe he was doing something. Um, he was already doing something to benefit Conchu, and that's why he chose. Like, but I'm trying to say, what would he have been doing? Um, See, and beforehand. that's the thing is we just gotta we gotta learn more about what Conchu's motivations in this game are, uh, and what are we truly just trying to prevent Amit from rising and murdering a bunch of people upon rising? Like, yeah, these people shall be judged dead. 
Like, is that just what we're trying to prevent right here? Or is there something more that we're not seeing, you know? And uh, given that it's the MCU, I imagine that here in a couple episodes, we're going to learn it's something more that we're not seeing. And then we're going to get a very little explanation and then we're going to see it happen. And do we know like where this is fitting in? Like uh, timeline wise, you know, is this, is this post emergence? Um, I'm, for now, I'm taking everything since WandaVision, pretty much, just kind of in sequence. Mm. Like, it's just, it's just all, it's all happening as it's being presented to us. You know, until we see something that's like, oh, well, that couldn't have happened back to back. Like, that's just not possible. I'm, I'm operating under that assumption. So I, I'm a guess this is after Eternals. I'm a guess this is after no way home i'm a guess this is after uh well you know the no way home of it all could still like no way home seems like it could still be later than everything in the marvel timeline right now only reason i bring it up is i feel that the multiverse is going to break open some you know we I, this is bound to happen and there's just nexus events happening everywhere, and I feel like they're all happening at the same exact time. I feel like Wanda um, becoming the Scarlet Witch was her nexus moment. Loki, you know, and Sylvie, that, I mean, the, like, true, the, ult- the, the ultimate, ultimate, like, nexus, nexus moment. moment. And is that the ultimate nexus moment? Is Kang the tippy top of this? Is he the true cause of it all? I'd say it's the the only, the closest answer we have right now. Yeah, I, I'm going to take them at face value with that for mm. now and say, yes, he is the tippy top of, of that particular issue. I say Falcon uh, or, um, you know, becoming the, the first black Captain America nexus moment, not talked about enough. Um, the emergence, you know, the first celestial from, you know, not Bursting being born within Earth. Um, that's the first celestial that that wasn't born pretty nexus event to me um and and now i feel like the opening of of amit's tomb could be this nexus event something that hasn't happened in who knows how long i don't know how amit's been stuck in this tomb i don't know forever i like has she ever been out i don't know um shit man there's just no telling yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see how it all how it all fits together and yeah you'll You'll notice this episode has mostly been speculating about what it could mean. Uh, and that's mostly because this episode didn't, uh, give us a ton to chew on story wise, I'd say. I think it was, I think it was necessary to kind of expand upon Mark and Steven and their mm-hmm. interactions. And then, and that aspect of the episode was really, really, really compelling. I did like seeing them go back and forth more. I was wondering if we would, and, uh, we certainly did another really emotional scene with, uh, Mark going shut shut up shut mm. shut the fuck up Ooh, that was uh and right there whenever he was like you know before there seemed to be a wall between us but now it's just whoever's there's something open. something there's that something has else. changed which is interesting uh what that change is maybe it's just mark summoning the suit for the first time um or not mark steven summoning the suit for the first time you know in his own way i don't know if that's what changed it or if it's something in their mind you know maybe steven is more accepting of mark you know he's he he's a very aware that he is there now and that it is real and that it is um you know another one of his identities uh, maybe it's just his acceptance of that that has changed um 
maybe Khonshu has changed something. Um, it's it's real interesting to think like because you know I wouldn't be surprised if uh, like I I want to try and avoid MCUifying explanations for the effects of his DID. Mm. You know, like I I I like the way they're handling the power aspect of it and like how it emerges and like being they're not extra personalities; they are the identities and control of the suits, which I, which I really enjoy. Um, very, very important to me, but like I saw, I saw a theory and this is nowhere near the realm of what we've been talking about, but that, you know, Mark's personality, Steven's personality. These are multiversal identities of moon Knight emerging in one reality. And I'm like, that's a really, so that's an interesting MCU explanation, but it's it should not be what's happening here. And if it is, it's handled f- severely poorly. Mm. Um, I, it's just it's, it, I pray it's not. It's definitely not that. Uh, but I'll continue to pray it is not that. Um, I guess uh, you know one thing I was talking about in episode one was uh, what's this key for? You know, um, glad we we finally got that. I. I I, you know, I guess now it's just obvious that it's a storage unit key. I, I, I was thinking like it, it you know, to a, a different apartment. I was like, storage unit was probably my number one thing, but, um, you know, you know, the storage unit, I was glad, I was glad we got there. You know, I was glad we found that. And, it, you know, it's, it, the story's been set up. You know, they, the next four episodes could be key in making this like, Right now, this has the potential to be the best Marvel show, mm. I'd say. Mm. Um, MCU show, anyway. I think these first two episodes have got them rolling in the right direction. They just need to close. Um, because, you know, like I've said before, the MCU's approach to television is not a traditional approach to television. Uh, these are these are the first... This is the, this is the first little bit of a very long movie. Um, and you don't you don't go and judge a movie by its first forty minutes when mm. it's two and a half hours. It's that's just true. not how things work. But that's kind of how they've presented the story to us. So we're gonna have to see how how the entire story ends up. Mm. But like I said last week, due to them doing that, it affects it week to week in terms of how I perceive the episode. Uh, and when it comes to the rating section of our podcast, it'll probably it'll probably take a dink compared to last week for my money. Mm. Uh, yeah interesting uh we gave last week an enjoyment of four out of five um and i and i feel uh maybe there were cooler moments you know i i, I don't know uh i i i'd say four is kind I, of the ceiling um or around I don't know. I kind of enjoyed this episode for different reasons than the first one. The first one, I'm getting all this new information and it's like, oh, this is so cool. Um, whether, you know, whether I know what's going on or not, this is, this is all new. I'm, I'm in it no matter what. But now that I've kind of had the world set up and I, you know, I guess I don't know what I'm expecting. Um, but I'm just left with more questions, you know, which I guess is the point. Um, but I don't know. I guess I'm I'm curious where where you're sitting for enjoyment. I, here. As, as far as enjoyment's concerned, I'm not where I was last week. I'm mm. I've 
I remember after I watched the episode the first time last week, I was like, eh, we'll see. And then I watched it again and I was like, all right, I did like that. I'm in. And that's ultimately why it took a hit last week for me is that I, it, it took me a viewing and then mm. it took me going ahead and doing it again for me to go. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, it couldn't have been perfect, but it was, it was still enjoyable. This one, I'm not sitting, I'm sitting roughly where I was after my first viewing of last week after two viewings. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting more at like a 3.75, 3.8 for the enjoyment on this week. Uh, I feel like that's fair. Um, just a little below, but not too much, you know, on, on the grand scheme of things. Um, I, that's, I was around 3.75 as well. Um, for here, I, yeah, for, you know, it's, it is still Marvel and I'm, 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 I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Like there's, there's no doubt, but I'm trying to approach the MCU and Marvel products with a little bit more of a, a scale based on how I view superhero stuff instead of a scale on how I view everything. It's just kind of a, uh, like, uh, I, I gotta be critical, more critical of these things. Um, I'm but yeah, I'd say putting some say, predictions down just so that we can refer back to them in the future. Um, I feel good, like good I, I feel like our our prediction for this episode is maybe some Doctor Doom um, involvement, um, mm-hmm. and and maybe you know that involves Latveria as well, which uh, could be could be really cool. Um, I don't know if we if we caught that that early. Um, I feel like that that's that's pretty cool. You know, my my first prediction was uh celestial or or Hiroshim and uh I'm I'm apart from that now. Um I, I yeah, I'm, feel, I'm going I'm feel... going up going a different route. Um I get you. But I don't know. I, I feel like there might be some eternal connection, possibly. Um just with history and at the Eternals mm-hmm. have been around and, and stuff like that. And, yeah, uh, you know, last week you asked me who uh, who can make an appearance, and we asked we we considered Black Knight for a second, and I was like, I don't know, I don't think he's developed enough yet for him to make an appearance. And then off mic, we started talking, and we were like, oh shit, maybe Black Knight's not exactly an option, but Dane Whitman probably is. Um, you know, the historian who wants to learn who who might show up to a museum and might do might interact with certain characters and. Uh, I guess uh, out of the Eternals, who's been collecting historic artifacts this entire time? Makari, um, that'd be could, an interesting. I, I, you know, I guess if if not Dane, um, could be really cool for for maybe Makari to show up. Um, I don't know. I think, uh, but I think this one's pretty strong. The uh, the Doctor, Doctor Doom, Doom. and and with with the van the van thing, uh, which is is pretty cool. The the little teaser there. I mean, everything is put here intentionally. Marvel knows what they're doing. They know their fans mm-hmm. are going to dissect this frame by frame, and the the casual fans not going to think anything of it. It's just lettering in the background. Um, and it's uh and it's going to lead people down the wrong direction. True. At, at times too. Mm. You know all the all the little flies on the wall. That's Mephisto, baby. I love how they brought that up. Um, like just, you know, it would take all of your willpower to even be a fly on the wall. And it's like, all right, all right. Like, I, I don't know if, if they're just taking jabs at us, you know, for, for every hey. cockroach we see that we have to be like Mephisto or, you know, what, whatever. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go long game with Mephisto. Mm. I'm going to lay a prediction for you here. I don't think I don't think we're necessarily 
wrong. I think I think there's going to be some sort of explanation down the line where he truly has been there. And we've just not been we just haven't we just we just haven't been able to identify him. You know, we never got closure on the mailman in WandaVision. We never we never figured out who the fuck that guy was. Um there was only one appearance in this this episode that made me go I was like, this guy's a little sus, and they're not showing his face. He's being real. There's a little. It was just the dude who showed uh, Steven to the storage locker. Mm. Don't know. Don't know what it was about him, but there was just this weird air about him that, like, uh, they never showed his face. That, like, it was almost purposeful the way they never showed his face. And then, uh, you know, he shows up. and He's like, "Yeah, I know who you are. I, I never, never forget a face." Hmm. There it was. It's just. It felt like a weird thing to say. Uh, maybe it was just an explanation to be like, yeah, this is why I'll show you to the storage locker. But like, it felt like a weird thing to say. And, you know, I like latching on to things. So I'm a latch on to this. Um, and, you know, this guy won't show up again in this show. Uh, and he won't show up again in this form ever again if he is Mephisto, uh, according to my theory. Is there um, who was the guy that Arthur kind of said was from a place um, he was sitting up on the rafter. He's like, oh, "Yeah, that guy's he's he's hilarious or something like that." Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can't th- remember. That was a kind of weird, like, uh, you know, maybe it was just to show him that he knows everybody and that he's friendly with everyone, but whatever. But that that would be a guy that I was like, weird that they focused in, you know, on on him for yeah, whatever. you know, and it, it ultimately is just the um, weird narrowing in on things where it's like. And like my MCU brain always paying attention to what seems off about about any given situation. And, and sometimes I project it onto things. I don't actually believe that we saw Mephisto in, in disguise here. But, you know, in case we did, uh, it'd be interesting to uh, be interesting to have been right here. Uh, Arishim the judge. I believe it's A-R-I-S-H-E-M. And not Hiroshima. That's not what I'm looking for. Oh, sorry. Um, A-R-I-S-H-E-M. That looks Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. But hmm, I guess getting back to the ratings, um, getting back here. Yeah, you know, we landed at a 3.75 for enjoyment. As far as genre is concerned, this episode also had less of a definitive genre feel to it. Than uh, the first episode did. This felt a little bit more genre blendy, mm. and maybe not even genre blending, more like genre chopping. Mm. I, I, there were, there were, there were moments of this episode where I wasn't a fan of the tonal switch on a dime. Uh, there, there were things that were like, oh, this is mad intense, and then it would get what was supposed to be comical in moments, and like, uh, this episode went a lot harder for the comedy than the last episode did. Mm. And uh, there are times when it works. There absolutely are. But there were moments in this episode where it felt a little bit like there's, I think you're trying to tell a joke, but it's missing. Um, So uh, I'm I'm not as definitive on like the whole horror side of things or the uh, supernatural side of things. I think it did do a good job with the supernatural aspects. And I think that's how we'll have to keep considering the episodes um, hmm. I don't know. How would you say this compared to last week's supernatural aspects? The uh, the interactions with Kanshu and the uh, 
the hound of Baskerville as the, uh, as the guy said, I'm so glad he said that at the counter because last week I was like, this is some Sherlock Holmes ass shit, buddy. And then he said, how, Oh yeah. Hound of the Baskerville. And I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Thank God he said it. Uh, but, uh, I feel, yeah, you know, they, they, I think it didn't do quite as strong as last week. I yeah. think the mystery that loomed last week, uh, made it hit a little bit harder in the supernatural side of things. I'd say it wasn't too far behind, um, behind this. You know, I, I'm thinking four, two, five is maybe the floor. Um, I'd say maybe that is kind of where, where it belongs even. Um, I, I don't know if four or five is too high. Um, I liked, um, every time that there's kind of like a horror aspect, I kind of feels forced sometimes. Um, and I feel like we're not really going to get a lot more of that because Steven won't be afraid of Conchu anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of accepting that, it, that he is there, um, that he's the app, you know, he knows a lot more stuff now. Um, but I feel like it's it's not going to be horror through the lens of of Stephen or Mark or or Oscar Isaac. It's going to be horror on everyone on his victims. You know, he's mm-hmm. going to be the one scaring people from yeah. now on. The um, fist of vengeance. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know. I, I my gut was four two five. Um, I think I'm there for, with for the you. Genre. I think. I think for the supernatural side of stuff, it was really, really strong. But I do think, uh, I think the best is yet to come for the supernatural stuff. I think they're really going to wallop us with it later on, and uh, I think it's going to be strong. But uh, I think four two five is a good, a good place to land for the supernatural superhero episode of television. And then uh, overall, how'd you feel about it? You know, last week we, uh, we had to get real about the story not being as strong as, uh, as we had hoped it would be. And I'm frankly in a place where I think last week's story was stronger than this week's. Mm. Um, I think it was an important piece of the story. I think it's a, it, it was a nice element, but you know, even more so than last week, I feel like we didn't have an arc. We didn't have a, oh yeah. This is what was found in, over the course of this episode. It was just like, here's some more shit, and we'll get to it. Mm. Um, so I'm uh, I'm I'm not quite as high as I was high on it as I was last week. Um, I did love the costume design. I think the soundtrack was better this week than it was last. Mm. Um, but I did say earlier that I thought the writing was better last week. I thought the visuals were better last week. I thought it was uh. There was one moment. There were a couple of distinctive moments in this episode, though, that had a had a nice had a nice touch. And it usually is that broken mirror thing that really, really mm. sells me on the visuals in the show. Uh, him seeing Mark in the gun. Ooh, uh, that, was, that was that was a cool shot. Mm. Um, so it did have its moments, but I think overall, last week just hit me a little bit harder on the visual side of things. It felt more visually distinctive. Um, I guess we had a trailer moment here, uh, him jumping across, you know, and, and the moon that being was strong. there. That um, was strong. Whenever he, you know, he's take, you know, the shot of him actually like, like the, you know, jumping off, slamming him through the, the spike, you know, like that. You Slam know? dunk. Um, but no, I would agree that that last episode was probably a little stronger. Um, but uh, I'm thinking... 
is it three nine five? Yeah, because I was like four. Seems a little. I don't know. It just seems too high for some I don't, reason. I don't know. I'm. I'm I think I'm still too. I think I'm still too high there with it. I think three point seven five might not be too far yeah. off for this episode. Um, it was all right, but ultimately it wasn't a wasn't everything I would hope for hope for an episode uh, mm. to be. I really hope that Layla isn't going to turn evil. Um, or like that she's the one who's like, uh, I don't know. I feel, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but I just, I, I hope that's, a, I don't know. She's putting um, off the vibes of someone who will look out for her best interest when the time comes. Mm. And I'm not digging it. Um, she, it, it, it doesn't seem like they're, the whole moral of it all is exactly why she's in it. Um, granted, we don't know her all that well yet. I'm just, I'm just going based off the way she was, uh, talking to her husband who was in a, uh, confused mental state. Mm. Um, I understand that we're in a bit of an urgent situation here, but, uh, I don't know. Respect the people you love. Hmm. Felt like he's telling you something's wrong. You are not listening to the fact that he's saying something is wrong. That's and I do true. understand, you know. You're not thinking about it. You don't know it. Why would you assume assume such a thing? But it's been going on for hours now. You got to accept that something is happening. I think the um, moment where she does sort of accept it is uh, because minutes before this, uh, the moment I'm talking there, they were talking um, of hieroglyphs and, and like, oh, you know them so well. And she's like, I- I'm not buying this act. You know, like, I- I'm not buying it, blah, 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 whatever. But then. Um, he pulled, or he's about to go grab the scarab out of the bag. Mark tells him, no, you'll get her killed. But she goes and grabs it. And then he's like, you can have it. I don't care. And she Mm -hmm. was like, so you don't remember any of it. Wait a minute. Like, I think that was maybe the first inclination of her being like, this isn't an act or like, there's something else to this. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I hope, I hope it's just, uh, I hope next episode, maybe she'll, you know, have, they'll have like a conversation to sit down. Well, I guess he's in Egypt now, and she did she go with him? Uh, he's already fought so. people um, in Egypt. He, his hands were bloodied, um, and he's taken a. You know, the room was all messed up. Um, whether that's just himself, you know, I guess it's probably not his own blood on his fists. Um, but what is what has yeah. he done in Egypt already? You know, um, and, and maybe and, we started, maybe we ended the episode. In the flashback. Much to think about. Much to think about. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, because... Yeah, he's like, where are we going? He's like, well, where the hell do you think? And it seemingly seemed like they just teleported. Like, Conchu, like, teleported him there? But it would make a... I don't even know if that's possible, for one. I'm not Um, sure. I, I, I don't think so. But uh, but I didn't even think about that. Like, uh, could be something. Could be something there. Maybe I, uh, that's I, the explanation I, of why you didn't see Stephen in the reflection necessarily. Or I guess I don't know if it was. It didn't seem like Stephen is is my only thing. Uh, gotcha. In that it wasn't, but, I mean, Stephen's been through some shit by the end of this episode, though. True. So maybe he's a little bit more like, all right, I see what I see. What's got to go down here? Um, no, nah, I'm. All in all, I do think it was an important piece. Uh, in, in the, in the narrative we're getting, that's getting spun before us. But, uh, I'm hoping we don't get a weaker installment than this. 
I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping this is as low as we go. This three point nine two out of five stars. Uh it's still not crazy low, you know, seven seven point eight out of ten. But if you're uh, if you're fucking with the with the Colton and Joseph Penny Bloom scale, that's not that's not it's not good. Mm. You know, we, we we're pretty loving critics. And uh we if, are. You're, if you're if you're getting something less than a eight out of ten, you know we were being pretty harsh. And I mean, we're used to comparing it to the movie of the year, you know, of sorts. Um, and in no way is one episode of a six series show going to compare with like a Godfather or, oh, a, fuck no. or, fuck no. you know, a Dead Poets or, you know, a, a something hey, that was crafted. Does, it will. Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess we are kind of all taking that into, you know, it's all relative and our, our scale, you know, fluctuates depending on like what we're watching. Um, yeah, you know, I feel like we view these MCU television series like the ratings then which we're placing it on. It's uh, it's it's not it's not exactly uh, it's not exactly the same scale. There's something there's something else at hand. You know, like I said, I try to uh, I try to give MCU stuff its own scale as compared to the other stuff because I just don't know how to compare it. Uh, if we were to not compare in a fun way that reflects the way I actually feel about it, if we were to compare. Uh, with our other rankings, this episode is below Pulp Fiction, but above Training Day, um, which is just hilarious to say out loud. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I think I think uh, from here on out, I feel like it's going to be all all gas, no brakes. Uh, we're in Egypt, maybe um, in Egypt now. Maybe you know it could. We're be. at least headed there. Yeah, um, and Amit probably come a next episode here um at least Very the voice um, maybe we'll see uh, who knows if if arthur is the avatar of amit or just doing things in his own in his own will you know whether he's doing it or whatever but uh i'm excited i'm getting, I'm getting his own will vibes you know mm. that, that that him killing that guy in the in the town square feels pretty you know i'm just doing this because i can uh, potentially wiping out the person who knows he has the scarab. Um, but then he watches Layla drive away. So it's like, so now is he after Leo? Layla? Wait, he's already been after Layla. I don't know. You think he can? He says that he can't hear Conchu, you know, and maybe Conchu really is just that predictable that he's guessing exactly what he's saying at the time. But uh. I wouldn't put it too far off to say if you were an avatar of Conchu at might one point. You still be able to hear it. I don't know. Um, or if he is Amit's avatar and Amit can hear Conchu, um, and he, and Amit's the one relaying what yeah, that would be him. interesting. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess, um, really we're just going to have to see what happens next week. Um, and that, I mean, I'm drawn in, you know, I'm, I'm in, into this show. Um, I guess I'm digging it. where do you, where do you put it on, on the Marvel scale so far compared to WandaVision, Loki and, and Falcon and Winter Soldier? I mean, I, I'll, I'll do my best to compare it to like the first couple episodes, like where we were sitting after, after a couple weeks, you know, uh, I don't know if there was a single show I was feeling higher on straight out of the gate than uh wandavision i loved episode one and two of wandavision loved episode one and two of loki uh that was so strong um 
I think I'm digging this more than I was digging Hawkeye and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I forgot to mention Hawkeye. Sorry. Um, (laughs) As a live action show. Whoops. Um, I, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was feeling it, you know, like I I was feeling the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and I was feeling Hawkeye. uh, But, you know, I think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier hits its stride in the back half. And I think uh, Hawkeye does the same. Um, Hmm. I'd say Loki is probably the closest comparison um, for one. I was feeling really good about Loki after one and two. Now that's a better example of what could, uh, I don't know the story, the story wise, they did pretty good there. They did pretty good with Loki, but uh, I guess the, like the mysterious aspect of, of like following Loki of, he doesn't know what the heck's going on, but he gets a better idea. And like, by the end of, you know, like by the end of episode two, he's kind of in it, you know, he's, yeah, he has, you know, the, and understand yeah um and i feel like i don't know i um i'm i'm just excited to see where where they go i where do you think the show and you know what's the end goal um is it just the the defeat right of, now of i arthur? think defeating um, arthur harrow taking down amit is is as it stands you know like uh if our if our targets if our goalposts shift over the course of the season who knows um any any last minute predictions here that you want to get in? Nah, I think uh, I think I kind of I, I think I kind of exhausted myself to the point that I threw out the storage unit guy Mephisto theory, mm. um, which uh, you know, you know when you're throwing that out, you're kind of out you're kind of out of predictions. Ah, I did throw Harrison out last week, so uh, I mean no, nothing's too crazy here. Um, and I mean, I, I I have been saying Ultron's coming back for years now. So for uh, years, um, yeah. So no, nothing's nothing's too crazy. Um, I, I won't spoil anything, knowing what's happening and all. But uh, I'll I'll make uh, predictions. Yeah, obviously, now. Joe Joe is the all knowing after all. Um, Kevin Feige um, he comes to me uh, for for the answers uh, usually uh, if he, when he's stuck. But uh, and that kneels before the altar of Joe. <laughs> Nah, oh dear, Joe. Tell me what. Tell me where to go with this. <laughs> I don't know. Should I'm I not... bring Ultron back? Yes, my son. Of course. But in fifteen years, <laughs> when everyone will call me crazy, <laughs> but I will have been right all along. I can't wait for that that uh, case of beer from each of you guys. Whenever Ultron back <laughs> oh, yeah, in live action. The... Um, yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of beer coming for you when Ultron when Ultron shows back up in live action. But yeah, I'm very excited about episode three. You know, uh, I think uh, I'm I'm approaching these next couple episodes in a different way than I have the other the other series. You know, uh, I think I've finally learned my lesson in terms of expecting shit in the MCU shows. I'm not expecting a fucking thing until five and six. Hmm. Um, that's fair nothing nothing huge nothing like wow can't believe that happened uh that made my jaw drop what a sequence wow story moment that made me go poof uh i i think three and four we're probably gonna get something more in the vein of these first two episodes hopefully ramping up the tension a little bit and uh making us making us feel a little bit more like the story's headed in a specific direction Hmm. you know like we're uh sitting pretty right now but We've got our eye on something, and I'm hoping we keep narrowing down on that. Um, hmm. The whole Amit, Arthur Harrow of it all. I hope it doesn't expand much beyond that. Hmm. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm sitting after Moon Knight. 
episode two. And I've uh, watched it twice so far, and I will say on the second watch, it was was more enjoyable. You know, it shouldn't you shouldn't have to be that way. Um, you know, it should should on the first watch be be how it is. Um, but I think I don't know. I think this will be a show that that uh, I do go back and, and watch every now and then. I feel like by the end of it, it it'll be. Um, It'll be up there. There's something about it, you know. There's this, there's this electricity about it that's keep that's keeping me in it. To be sure, you know, like uh, I think it's just it's so different. It's we just haven't seen this in Marvel, um, and, and you know, WandaVision was so different. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that that WandaVision's you know not original to Marvel, but it 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 was a a character in which we've we known about and, and everything. Um, and I don't know story I, built upon MCU events. It's just cool to to see something new new come come into the mcu and and yeah for episode three i'm uh i'm I'm, yeah i'm not expecting anything but i'm i'm gonna take whatever we get um very 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 excited and that's yeah that's that's i think that's kind of the way to approach mcu shows at this point you know and it's kind of uh because i've i've finished the episodes pretty much every show you know like i the only show i've watched so far where i finished or I, I guess there were a couple where I finished episodes and just gone, fuck yes, that was exactly what I, that was exactly what I thought was that was exactly what I needed from this show. Um, WandaVision had happened multiple times. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier had happened a couple times, and uh, maybe it happened once in Loki. You know, like maybe, but uh, you know, yeah. I, and. Hawkeye was different, wasn't exactly expecting anything from it, so I was just kind of allowing anything to yeah. wash over me. This, going in with a grain of salt, like I said last week, and so far it's uh, it's going pretty good. It's going pretty good. But uh, I want it to be great. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait a week, and I'll, we'll I'll be up at 2 a.m. to see it under the light of the moon. Under the light of the moon, and with that... We conclude the Moon Knight's watch number two, summon the suit. Twas I, Colton Robertson, and I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Like we said, this ended up coming out to a, a 3.92 out of five stars on the old Penny Bloom scale for, uh, for our, for our old rating section, which is always fun. Uh, but yeah, if you would, head to patreon.com slash corobloom where you'll find over 24 hours of exclusive content. All that money goes back into making sure I can put this podcast on. Don't make no money off of it. So uh, it'd be nice to uh, to be able to get some money over there for it. Uh, head to Twitter, follow at PennyBloomPod. Follow on Instagram at PennyBloomPodcast. Leave a five-star rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're fucking with me and Joe, as always, we are... Uh, we're doing our 52-year journey through film every Friday. Uh, this this week marks 1984. This Friday will be The Terminator, which I'm uh, very excited about. Fun sci-fi flick for uh, and a classic. So I'm very excited for you to check that out. Uh, that'll be this Friday. But, uh, remember, peace, love, and bloom. And break his windpipe. <laughs>